Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Ironically, it is currently 95.5 degrees on Peachtree Street. Holy moly. We're going to kick off another nine on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Record-breaking heat today. We'll discuss that on the show. We're going to have some fun, though. We'll keep you cool and entertained on your ride home. Does Alex Williams know this food coming up? Always a fun segment. Little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Uh, Low T. Chuck, who is a valued member of another radio show on the station, uh, Atlanta's Evening News with Eric Erickson. You remember last week? I forgot what brought it up, but I was talking about... Um, all the all the food we waste. I forgot where I was, but I but we talked about this on the yes. show last week. I was like, it's just a shame. Like we throw away so much food. I forgot what it, I was at a buffet or something, and they were closing down. I'm like, look at all this food that is being wasted. And I, it, it bothered me because we're you know just as a society we throw away all this food that could be nourishing the uh, the the less fortunate. And then so this morning on Channel Two Action News, boom. Linda Stolfer is doing a story about a company that's actually doing something about it. So, Linda, this morning, as I just talked about this story last week or, or thought about the idea of this story last week about all this food going to waste, Channel 2 Action News this morning, boom, you do a story about people actually doing something with this leftover food. Yeah, Mark, it's amazing. The company is called Gooder. And it's here in Atlanta. Every every English teacher I've ever had just drove off the road hearing that gooder. <laughs> do good. Be a do-gooder. Oh, okay, it's gooder. G-O-D-R. Okay. Gooder. Okay, gotcha. And it's this wonderful combination of someone thinking differently and applying technology to a problem that was out there already. All of this extra food that restaurants just throw away. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking millions of pounds of food every year. gets thrown away. It's expired. It's been sitting on the shelf for too long. It's in a restaurant and breakfast is turned to lunch or lunch is turned to dinner and they just normally would throw it out like get rid of it but what gooder does is allows these restaurants to report what they have on the app gooder sends a team to pick up the food and take it directly to the nonprofit. so it goes directly to teenagers who are homeless it goes directly to veterans it goes directly to families there's no warehousing issue yeah. they can use the food eat the food right away and millions of people in America, go to bed hungry every night. Wake up hungry 100%. the next morning. People need food. Food insecure is the term that, that we're using now where people can't get three meals a day. Mm -hmm. um, I've got so many questions about this. I love this idea. Thankfully, technology is doing this. How, how is this getting funded? Is, is, there, uh, is Gooder a nonprofit? It is not a nonprofit, okay. but it serves these nonprofits by helping them. Yeah, it's a gooder idea, right? Yes. A good idea. It's one of these startups that's not turning a profit yet, okay. but they think they're close. In fact, they think as they're able to scale up, this could be the year they start to operate with a profit. Um, it benefits the businesses, and that's part of what's key to their whole business model, is it helps the businesses because when they report, when you're Einstein's bagels at the airport, and yeah. you report that you had 40 blueberry bagels and 50 everything bagels, you start to realize like how many of what? 
what you're making too much of, you sure. know, which day. So it helps them with their inventory. Plus, because um, they've done what they need to do to get registered through the IRS, it also counts as a donation yes. instead of okay. just having to pay for the for the waste cost Und of getting understood. rid of it. So it helps the businesses in theory, the nonprofits get the food, and eventually they hope to be profitable. And it's a good solution because it solves such a big problem. Talking to Linda Stouffer from Channel 2 Action News about a, a story we talked about on the air last week about this incredible food waste we have here in the United States of America. So I volunteered a soup kitchen with my family, mm -hmm. and they accept donations from Panera Bread. So mm -hmm. if Panera Bread has leftover pastries, whatever, they're allowed to bring it up. But, we, you know, the soup kitchen is adamant about taking food off the street. Mm -hmm. And there's certain foods they can and cannot take. Uh, what What are the food restrictions, if any, for Gooder uh, picking up this food from the restaurants to bring to the nonprofits? Well, I know it has to be safe, of course, for them to sure. pass it on. Um, but uh, one of the stories that I heard, which just really blew me away, was during the Super Bowl. I mean, Atlanta just shown during the Super Bowl. Yeah. But there was so much preparation that went behind that to uh, prepare for all the events. Well, during the Super Bowl, one of the events, um, they had extra food. They had steaks. They had filet mignon. Oh, my just goodness. In a freezer full. They reported it to Gooder. Gooder was able to take it to a veterans nonprofit, wow. and the chef there was able to cook the filet mignon for those veterans. So that's just an example of something that was in a freezer. They didn't have a next event to use it for. It had been paid for by whoever had ordered the banquet sure. or the dinner, whatever it was, and our veterans got to have a wonderful meal because of that. That's amazing. So when I was in college, a friend of mine worked at a marina in lower Manhattan um, where the, the uber rich had their yachts and everything mm -hmm. and they would throw parties on their yachts and they'd have all this leftover food you're talking about filet mignon and trays of shrimp cocktail mm -hmm. and bottles of unopened champagne so you know my friend would make five dollars an hour working this marina but they would they would give him all this leftover food so yeah. he was making no money we'd have a bottle of don perignon and a shrimp cocktail for dinner that yeah. night it was pretty amazing i love this story can we find uh, more about this online anywhere absolutely i will tweet out a link so look for me on twitter but a couple other things that are great about this yeah. one it's a millennial coming up with an amazing Fantastic. idea that helps people yeah. i think millennials get a bad rap sometimes this is a millennial who could see the problem see the tech that would help and is making a difference that way and plus i feel like people want to help with society's Absolutely. problems they want to make a difference sometimes they don't know how so this is a way that the businesses can help i would i would offer leftover newsroom donuts on friday but there are never leftover news you can just lick the powdered sugar <laughs> off the friday. box let us over you can watch her fried blanket ship myself and uh, brian monahan still off tomorrow that's right he's uh, off this week but ebony dion will be in tomorrow morning katie walls will, katie be, walls will be in all right so katie walls. wake up early with us 4 30 a.m on channel 2 action news this morning thanks as always linda great to see you it is Gooder. That's the website, G-O-O-D-R dot C-O. If you want to check out the website, I am all about this idea. I want your thoughts at 404-872-0750-1800. If anyone has worked in the food industry, uh, be it a restaurant or a grocery store, I would imagine it's got to it's gotta weigh heavily on your conscience that, oh, we're throwing away all this food, and now there's actually uh, technologies caught up to this problem, and there's a company that is doing something about it. Again, it's Gooder, G-O-O-D-R dot C-O. What I love about this Longoria, let's say hypothetically, Deb Green, Longoria owns uh, a restaurant called Longoria's uh, Enchiladas and Cascajones. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's off the square in Marietta. <laughs> All right. Enchiladas and Cascajones. Yeah. And you've got extra... Cascajones at okay. the end of the night. Sure. Instead okay. of throwing away all your unsold cascajones, which mm -hmm. are still good. Right, right. You, you go to this app, boom, boom, and, and you, you do have to pay gooder. Like, as, as the owner of the mm -hmm. restaurant, you pay it. But you get to deduct all of that food cost from yeah. your taxes. So it makes 
financial sense. And people get to eat the food. There's no waste. There's no waste. That's true. I'm, I'm so happy this is a thing. And it's so ironic, Deb Green. We were just talking about this last week, about the incredible food waste. I, I tip my hat to the folks at Gooder. Maybe we can get them on the show because I just think that's that's uh, amazing concept. And they have the technology now. Like Longoria, I guess you'll have an app at Longoria's House of Cascajones and uh, <laughs> enchiladas. And, and you get it, you log on the app. Like, hey, we got nine Cascajones yeah, yeah, and pick them up. 57 enchiladas left because enchiladas are garbage. Well, so, they're not. And then they come and pick them up. I think it's a great uh, Chuck's House of Eel Steak. Like if Chuck had a restaurant that sold eel steak. Elk, you mean elk steak? Elk steak, not <laughs> eel. Sorry. <laughs> That's a whole different restaurant. Isn't that an amazing concept? Yeah. All right. Chuck's, Chuck's enthralled with it. Enthralled with it. You've never worked in the food industry. Yeah, I don't care. There's yeah, so don't much away, waste. Don't throw it away. So much wasted food. I eat my food. I don't care what they do with the rest. All right. <laughs> Always loving and giving Chuck. 404-872-0750. Jim kicks us off in Marietta. Jim, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, Mark, good topic. Uh, that's been going on for years, though. If you look at the extension in Cobb County, I used to volunteer through the church to provide a Friday meal. But a lot of the restaurants take their uh, end-of-the-day stuff over there. But I'm, I'm curious about the health inspectors catching up to this because they shut that down. Uh, no restaurants can do that anymore. And if you remember... Must Ministries was getting a lot of people making sandwiches, and they stopped that. Yeah, and like and I said, like the, the soup, the soup kitchen that I volunteer for, you they they will not accept food off the street. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the health inspections to get uh, get involved with this and and curb it. But I, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. So apparently, I'm just looking at the website of Gooder again. It's g o o d r dot c o. They're powered by blockchain technology. And it provides yeah. a secure ledger that tracks the surplus food uh, from pickup to donation, delivering the competitive advantage of real-time social impact reporting analytics. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure they're 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 compliant with the IRS, and I imagine the health FDA whatever has has given them approval to do this because there are uh, restrictions. Because I don't think if Longoria owned Cascajones Restaurant, you could just drop off your stuff. No, I don't think so. At the yeah. soup kitchen, Probably but maybe. Not. If they're licensed, they're regulated. This is a way for it to. I, I just think it's fantastic. Like all these people that are food insecure is the phrase that Deb Green likes to use. Mm-hmm. And now there's a chance instead of all this wasted food. I remember when I first started working at a restaurant in college and uh, I was a waiter and I'd get mad. Like people would order the fried calamari and leave like half of it. <laughs> and and I'd, I'd be like, can I take this home? And the owner's like, what are you crazy? I'm like, I'm a, I was a food insecure kid. I'm like, yeah. that's a half pound of calamari, man. <laughs> there's there's half a portion of spaghetti and meatballs, man. He's like, no, you're not allowed to take food home. I mean, I, I, I did it anyway. But, no, I didn't. Oh. I didn't. He's like, I'll give. I'll make you a pizza. You're not taking home leftover <laughs> lasagna from. Try to eat an eclair out of the garbage. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. It was Costanza. Ricky's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Ricky. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, man? All right. So Friday law firm I worked for, um, they had a very reputable barbecue uh, company come in and cater. Mm-hmm. And so um, everybody ate, but we also had a catering staff, so they, they you know, they uh, took the stuff and put it in the, you know, refrigerators. I come in on Saturday, and it's still there. And, you know, it's still good. And so I it was like, okay, we got to get this away to somebody. Hang, hang so on the I, thought. Hang on there, Ricky. I got to step away. I want to hear the rest of that story. We never have that problem here. 
If there's leftover barbecue, it gets alewined overnight. They will not be there the next morning. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. It's the Mark Aram Show, 95.5 WSB. Talking about startup company Gooder, G-O-O-D-R, picking up food uh, that would normally go to waste and uh, deliver it to the food insecure. Last we talked with Ricky, had barbecue in the fridge. What happened with the barbecue, Ricky, real quick, buddy? All right, real quick. Um, I It was on a Saturday, so we were at the office. I called around. The only place we found that could take it was the Atlanta Union Mission mm-hmm. off of Howell Mill Road. Um, so I loaded everything into my my car, and they gave me directions. Well, you know, and so I pull up, you know, and, and I show them all the stuff. And then, you know, it's not old or, you know. Or yeah, yeah, real whatever. quick, Ricky, what, what, uh, finish it up. Um, I, I, I couldn't believe it. They, they were, they were overwhelmed. They were like, I can't believe what we can do with this. We can make a Oh, soup. so they took we it and they were, sandwiches. they were excited. They were excited. Oh, it, yeah. All right. I thought the story was going to turn, turn poorly. I could see, I could see, no, no, no. I could see into the, uh, you know, the room. And, you know, you know, they're... Yeah. Ricky, um, I'm going to have to call you back after the show to hear the rest of the story. But awesome. Thank you for sharing. When we come back, you got Ricky's number, Chuck, right? Yes. Okay. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Your thoughts on the startup Gooder taking food that would be wasted, delivering to the food insecure. Speaking of food, does Alex Williams know this food coming up next on The Mark Aram Show? Just like Hey, this is Cal Penn, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Still 93 degrees on Peachtree Street at 639. It is a 9 on The Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. This is the hottest temperature, Deb Green, according to Chris Chandler, a very reliable source. Hottest temperature in Georgia since 1927. And they didn't keep records before that, right? No, they. I think they go back to the 1880s. Oh, okay. About when Montana was formed. Okay. When the first settlers when it was were, formed? When it was formed, oh, yeah, yes. When the mountain came <laughs> when the off mountain, Okay, exactly right. Um, we're talking about Gooder, the story that Linda Stouffer brought uh, on Channel 2 Action News this morning. It's a, it's an it's a online company started by a millennial, good on them, that um, takes care of excess food. So food that would be thrown away at a bakery or a restaurant or Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You know, if they have leftover food in the Eric Erickson suite after the uh, Falcons game... They can call up or get on the app and say, Gooder, we got four dozen chicken fingers here. All the bourbon's gone. You can't take that. But we've got baked beans or whatever. And then Gooder will pick up the food and deliver to, you know, soup kitchens or homeless shelters. And the company, or Eric Erickson, can get a tax tax deduction for this. I think it's amazing. And we were just talking about this last week about how much food goes to waste. Your thought on that. And have you ever been in a situation where you you saw all this wasted food and you're like, "What, what can I do? Or were you like me as a waiter and be like, I'm going to take home half of this chicken parm sub because it still looks good to me. I didn't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm like, no one's touched that half of the chicken parm sub. I'm going to take that puppy home. 404-872-0750. Daryl's up on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Daryl. Hey, Mark. Yeah, uh, me and my wife were out at uh, Golden Corral one night, uh, late late at night, uh, and they had a lot of food still left on the bar. And I asked the uh, waiter if... Uh, if they were allowed to, you know, donate that to uh, homeless shelters or uh, anybody, and they said no, they had to throw it away. They used to, but uh, people started complaining of food poisoning at the homeless shelter. Oh, so, really? Uh, they 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 were stopped for doing that. Yep. 
Interesting. And I thought that was uh, that was strange. I mean, you know, they had all this food, you know, especially the the bakery stuff, the the rolls exactly, and all that. Exactly. They could have donated that, but um, yeah, he said no. They 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 had to stop. Someone on Twitter said they work at, they work at a grocery store, and the grocery store won't even allow like if they're going to throw out apples that are going to go bad or some you know whatever. They don't even let the employees take the food home, and they throw it all away. Yeah, well, I know the day old bread is up here. Yeah, the day a lot of the day old the Winslow bread ends up here, but uh, on I, I, Thursdays. Yeah, I, I don't know what the reasoning is behind not letting employees take home the excess food. It, it doesn't make much sense to me. Patrick's up next on the show. Hello, Patrick. Hey, Mark. Top of the morning uh, to you, Patrick. Good. Yeah, good evening. Hey, <laughs> uh, the, the feel good for us is uh, our parent company, Cox Enterprises, at their main campus. The food service vendor to both of those dining halls donates food every day. Oh, that's amazing. If I ever get invited to the uh, corporate headquarters, I'd love to see that. I heard there's a, an amazing food court there. I don't know if they use Gooder or not, but I do yeah. know that they, on a daily basis, donate food. That's that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. because I, I wish I can remember. I've, I have such horrible short-term memory. Like, I can remember... The calamari that I wanted to take home 25 years ago, but I can't remember what spurred this conversation last week. I saw food that was going to get thrown away, and I was like, "Oh, what do we get?" I can't, but I can't remember. Again, no hippocampus, Longoria. Tom's in Canton, Georgia. Tom, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you, thank you. On the excess food, I'm like you say, I'm not very bashful. But when Shoney's was in town, we Ooh. we came there about closing time, and it's like the guy said earlier. The bar was looked like I just stocked it, and I asked a waitress what they done with it. She said uh, they're supposed to toss it out. I identified myself. So you know, I work with a couple local food banks, and uh, you know, if it's okay with the manager, I'd like to work at something out where we can pick it up, take it to a local family shelter or one of the uh, local food banks in the area. And did they did they do later. it? Oh yeah, we went to three different places. I don't like one, two, three, and go back and stock. And right now, to my knowledge, all the grocery stores in uh, Canton donate to uh, the local food bank. Now, were you lying? Was this a scam, Tom, or were you actually bringing the Shoney's to a, a homeless shelter, or were you taking it home yourself? No, uh, I didn't do it. Okay. I did bag everything up in the local uh, place, uh, or county, whoever was in their jurisdiction. They would pick it up and deliver it. Because that would be I was interesting. A yeah, I was a maintenance AC tech at one of the local... Uh, Family violence centers. Even though I would go there, I wasn't technical allowed to say anything about it. Understood. Well, so well Tom, th morning. thank you for your service, buddy. That would have been an interesting scam, though. Like that. That uh, <laughs> you just want extra meals, so you're yeah, like, I'm going to take this to the homeless. I work people. at the Longoria homeless shelter in uh, downtown <laughs> Woodstock, and um, you know that, that's less noble as the guy that pretended to, to be, be the part KFC to, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Shoney's, the breakfast buffet. There used oh, to be one Shoney's on Piedmont Road here. And have you ever had the breakfast buffet? Mm -hmm. Oh, my. I used to go there with Jim Basile from Channel 11, traffic guy, and we would damage that thing. <laughs> there was no leftover food for the for the homeless when uh, we got done with that. I missed it. I can't remember the last time I've been to a Shoney's. I actually can. There's one on the way to the Cherokee Casino. There you go. And uh, I actually went there, but I didn't. I just went to the bathroom. I didn't actually eat there. They have clean restrooms. 404-872-0750-1800-WSB-TALK. Uh, when we come back, more of your calls. Plus, does Alex Williams know this food? It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk.
Welcome back to the show. It is 6.52, 8 in front of 7 o'clock. Still to come, little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Talking about food and gooder, G-O-O-D-R dot C-O. An amazing startup company that I'm all on board with. Deb Green, producer of the Mark Arab Show, has reached out to them. I would love to talk to them. Yeah, I sent them. Uh, they have a special email for media requests. Beautiful, so beautiful. We'll make it info. happen. Uh, speaking of food, we got a segment of the Mark Aram Show uh, called Does Alex Williams Know This Food? Alex Williams, you know a vital member of the WSB Triple Team Traffic Team. You hear him every afternoon on the Mark Aram Show. Amazing dude does not know anything about food. Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? That boy don't know what that is. Usually that boy don't know what that is. Here's the food today, Alex Williams. I think you're going to get this. I don't know you why. You say that every week. I know, but I, th- I think this is so f- familiar. I think you'll get it. The food is... Does Alex Williams know this food? The food tonight is borscht. Uh, borscht. Isn't it a type of soup? Yay! Good job, <laughs> Alex Williams. How did you know that? I just remember it. Did Deb text you? Did, did Mike Shields text you? He's on the road, so yeah. he, he didn't. You knew that. I knew borscht. All right, good job. Is, that the is this first the time? first time he's known yeah. a food? I think uh, the so. first time I've actually known exactly what I it is. I think so, yeah. Do, we have a Do you pride? know what kind of soup it is? Uh, it's like a... Is it a German soup? Yeah. No? Eh. Russian? Eastern okay. European. I'll give him a little credit for having the right content. Like, yeah, green. Uh, it's Ukrainian. Ukrainian, um, okay. Yeah, Being beets. It. It's basically a beet soup. Beet soup. Beets. Like like uh, Dwight from The Office. Do you like it? Uh, you it? I'm not a huge fan. No? I probably haven't had it. In, uh, I think he put sour cream on it, in it, on top of it, to make it better. I saw a bunch of different recipes, but yeah. most of it's just beets. Right. Alex Williams did know this food. All right, do we have a prize pack to give him? Sure, you get a, a hamburger tomorrow. Oh, you get a hamburger tomorrow. That works. All right, Alex Williams didn't know this food. Thank you, Alex. Uh, 404-872-0750. Jeffrey's in Buford. Jeffrey, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, my friend? Hey, Mark. I'm all right. Yourself? Excellent. What's cooking? Well, uh, you were questioning why the companies wouldn't allow the employees to take home the leftover food. I used to work in the field and uh, asset protection, and I can... Tell you, unfortunately, there's this tendency for employees to kind of abuse that privilege if it's allowed. And so, are you, you talking know, about at supermarkets? They may want to take a yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone uh, actually, Phil Holloway, our uh, legal analyst, texted me the same thing. That makes sense now. So, if Longoria, if I said, "Hey, uh, you can take over any leftover food we don't sell," Longoria is going to keep the lobster tails and the cascajones in the back and not bring yeah. them out so he can damage take them, them a little bit so that yeah. they can get... Yeah. Unfortunately, and, and I, you know what? I, I would probably would have been that guy, the stockroom guy, like, oh, I'm not going to put out these Bing cherries because I want to take them home. <laughs> so that makes sense. That makes sense, Jeffrey. What Can they donate the food, though? Can, can supermarkets donate this excess food? Uh, some companies do find ways to do that, uh, usually using external companies like uh, what you're talking about with this other one. Yeah. Um, but it's it's dangerous when uh, when they have direct control over those kind of sure, things. Sure, absolutely. All right, great call, Jeffrey. Thanks for the insight there, buddy. Leo is in Lawrenceville. Leo, welcome to the program. Hey, man, what's up? What's cooking, buddy? Hey, uh, I used to work at a donut shop. I won't say which one, but I found a way around that. Every time when I would close, I would get clean, you know, trash bags, and I would throw them in there, and then I would go give them to people that were hungry, and I knew they were hungry, and that was a way around it. I'd be like, they threw them away, in a yeah. way, you know, I did throw them away. Sure. And, I- I'm going to tell this story. I've, I've told this story probably 10 times over the course of my radio career, but it's worth it. Uh, my best friend in high school worked the overnight shift at Dunkin' Donuts after high school, before he went to college. It, you know, like, 
11 p.m. to 5 a.m. or whatever. And there's no one. It was, I lived in a small town. There's no reason this Dunkin' Donuts should have been open 24 hours. And my friend was so lazy, the homeless people would gather at the Dunkin' Donuts at like 2 in the morning when he has to throw out the day-old donuts. And he would give them the donuts if they did his work for him. So you go there. Smart. So you go there two in the morning. There's a, like an army of homeless people in there, mopping the floors, <laughs> cleaning the tables, and he he did it. Uh, and he would you know be sitting there smoking a cigarette, reading the paper, and all these homeless people are doing all his work, and he would just give them all the donuts he was about to throw away. It was That's it was smart, very ingenious. He crossed the line though when he let the donut uh, the homeless people make the donuts. Make the- <laughs> Like, you go in the back, you see uh, a homeless Carlos, who is, like, the famous homeless guy in my hometown, and he's, like, filling the jelly donuts in the machine. I'm like, that's, you've, you've crossed the line now. you got to at least do some work. But, yeah, I love that story. That's that's the perfect uh, combination of laziness and in ingenuity right there. Paul Joe, good job. Uh, when we come back, more of your calls on this story. And little Sanji will join us with Blue You Rather. And Russ in Gainesville. Oh, my goodness. Hang tight. This is the Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 708, eight minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. My whole family's here tonight. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria and his intern on the other side of the takeout window. Fake Jason Byers and uh, Low T Chuck screens your calls. Low Little Sanjay tea. just a couple of minutes away with Would You Rather discussing uh, the story from the first hour. Linda Stouffer did a uh, an amazing story today about this startup company that is basically taking food that normally would be thrown away from restaurants, events, supermarkets, etc., and bringing them to homeless shelters and soup kitchens. And it was it's ironic because we were just talking about it last week, how frustrating it is for me to see all this wasted food. We continue uh, to talk about that uh, there was one thing I wanted to talk about. Let me check my notes, Deb Green. My notes. Oh, yeah. Did uh, Let me talk to Loti and Longoria on this. Did your wives, when they were pregnant, did they do Lamaze classes? No. Yeah. We, did, we, I mean, we took a class, yeah. Well, we took a baby class. About, but not Lamaze? No. All right, uh, never mind. I'll like talk. a breathing class? Yeah, I mean, we took a breathing class one time. Was, for was the first one. shot deal? Yeah, yeah. yeah for right, the first then, one. Never mind. Oh. Uh, We'll talk about that. I'll talk about that with someone that knows what they're talking about. Because I want to go in-depth in Lamont's classes. Did you, do you know what you're talking about? No. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. Not at all. Yeah. But obviously, you, know, you don't. And Chuck, I don't know. Well, well we I were mean, there. We were there. I mean, yeah. we took a class. I mean, what, what, but it's what like do you want to ask? class or class is. Like, it's it's not just one time. Hey, well, breathe. We took, well, we took one time. I mean, but all you got to do is learn one time. And you don't have yeah, to learn 20 like, times what to do. Not, nah, you're not learning algebra. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure. The same thing you learn in class one would be the same thing you learn later. But didn't you, didn't your wife give birth in a creek or something, Chuck? Like what? some oh, crazy no. Montana. We thing? were in a hospital. <laughs> you were in a hospital. Well, she uh, almost had her in Montana. In a creek. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that story. All right. Never mind. We'll talk about that another day. Let's get, <laughs> let's go back to the phones. Jackson Cartersville. Jack, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Excellent. What's going on, brother? Okay. You're talking about uh, uh, supermarkets and restaurants and whatnot. Our favorite place, and I include you in this, Quick Trip. Will take their deli sandwiches at the end of the night. Now these are made fresh every day. Oh yeah, I love them. And they will 
bag them up. And uh, they'll inventory, bag them up, write them off, and then they have local, like, uh, men's shelters and uh, uh, women's shelters and whatnot come by and pick these things up. That's fantastic. And these are pandemic. These are good sandwiches, yeah. too. <laughs> so it's funny. The uh, I'm glad you brought up Quick Trip. So apparently the uh, my, my Waffle House, the Howell Mill Waffle House, is closed for renovations, and it's totally screwed up my life. I mean... You can't believe what, what one Waffle House short-term closure's done to my, my life. So Friday morning, I went after, uh, after the morning show, and I went to have breakfast at Waffle House, and it was closed for renovations. And I, I panicked. But luckily, there's a quick trip across the street. So I go across the street. The Aowan be so proud of the meal I concocted it at uh, Quick Trip. So I went in there. It was jammed. Like people, because I think a lot of people that went to the Waffle said, oh, no, and they did the same thing. So there's a line... <laughs> There's a line at the QT kitchen to place your order for the breakfast burritos or whatever you can get there. And so I'm like, well, I'm not waiting in line. I'm really hungry. So I did a hodgepodge. Check out the uh, breakfast that I had at Quick Trip. I got one hot dog off the roller grill. I got a taquito. Is that a legitimate Mexican dish, by the way? Taquito? Taquito? What was in it? I mean, Uh, spicy chicken and cheese or something. So I got a hot dog. I got a taquito. I got a chicken and cheese biscuit, like in the it was wrapped, not like in the thing. You got to heat in the microwave and a donut. It was amazing. It was like a fancy four course. <laughs> You're four a course. virtue of good health. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me re- recap that. I got a hot dog. Did you put anything on the hot dog? Mustard. Oh. I got a taquito. I got a chicken and cheese biscuit and a donut. Quick trip like saved what, the nine day. Nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, it was like ten fifteen. <laughs> It was, it was brunch. It was brunch. Uh, Tom's in Sandy Springs. Tom, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Um, I got to thinking, you know, there, these grocery chains deliver food to people's homes. Sure, absolutely. So, you know, why not? Why can't somebody just hire somebody from one of these delivery chains to deliver food to a homeless shelter? I think there needs to so there needs to be a company like uh, the company I'm talking about, Gooder, that's that's approved and licensed to uh, deliver the the uh, I don't want to say the excess food will say to handle it with care to do, you know there's a lot of liability issues there that I don't think they have with the Instacarts of the world and I don't know how uh, interested Instacart's going to be to deliver the excess food to you know to homeless shelters because. So those people are kind of like Uber drivers, right? They get an order, and if it's close guess, by, they, yeah. they are. There's one in my neighborhood okay. that does that. I've and, never used that. And, you know, they'll run to the store. They're like, oh, this is nearby, and they'll they'll fill it up or whatever. Yeah. And so they get tipped and everything. So I don't think that if it's worthwhile, like, sure. it's not a good Uber drive. It's not a good Instacart. They're probably not going to do it. The, the homeless shelter's not tipping the, the exactly. Instacart delivery. All right, 404-872-0751-800, WSB Talk. It's time. For Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. He's Big Sanjay with Would You Rather. Sanjay, if you don't mind, uh, I want Russ and Gainesville to play with us tonight. Is that okay with you? Oh, absolutely. I'd love that. Russ, how you doing, buddy? Six colors. Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> All right, Jimmy. We're gonna, you're going to play Would You Rather, Russ, okay? Yeah, absolutely. All right, you, you come here a minute. I want to talk. You're going to go after Deb Green and before Chuck, okay? Okay. Just so we got the order. You'll follow Deb Green, Russ. You'll follow Deb Green. 
right. Not in okay. real life. Don't not, follow her yeah, in real life. Yeah, not in real life. life. We've already tried <laughs> that. Not too close. Not too close. All right, so Sanjay's going to okay. ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them in the studio. Please feel free to play along in your car like Russ. What's the first question, Sanjay? All right, number one, would you rather peak in high school, like be a perfect 10, then work your way down to a 6 for the rest of your life? Or just be a consistent 7.5 out of 10 for your entire life. 7.5? I would take that. Hell yeah. Give, oh, wow. me, give me that. I didn't I didn't peak in high school because I had a mullet and a Jewish mullet at that. I think I peaked my senior year of college, and it's been a rapid decline ever since. So I'd be very – I'm a 4 now, so I would take 7.5 for life. Yeah, 7.5 is, is fine by me. But I know a lot of people that peaked in high school, and you look at them now, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh I love that. I bad. love that. The fat, bald guys <laughs> yeah. that, were, uh, that were popular in high school, yep. and now it's like, oh. Yep. By the way, is this your peak? Because, I mean, you are very attractive, that green. Is, I, uh, what's your peak? I don't know. Was it high school? Was it? Oh, God, no. Are you kidding? No? All right. So this is peak Deb Green we're looking at. All right. Uh, Russ, peak in high school or be a SETI 7.5? Think of all the chicks I, you can pick up. I peaked in high school. Everybody, I was very popular. Now nobody likes me. That's not true. All of North Georgia loves Russ in Gainesville. But imagine, if you were 7.5 now, Russ, the girls you could pull out of Little Caesars. And the dumpster. Two arms. <laughs> two arms. You can get a two-armed girl Little Caesars, buddy. Uh, Chuck, first off, Chuck, when did you peak? Is this peak, Chuck? Uh, I don't know. It depends on what are we talking about peak. Like, like the, the best you've ever looked. Uh, no, probably like 10 years ago. 10 years ago. All right. Yeah, Would you rather peak in high school or be a 7.5? 7. 7.5. 7. Longoria. Yeah. 7.5. Right. I don't think I've ever been a 7.5. I'd be happy to be a 7.5. All right. Next question, Sanjay. Next question. Would you rather live in a world with no doctors and no health system or no lawyers and no justice system? Oh, wow. That's a moral question. No doctors and no health system or no lawyers and no justice system. I'm going to surprise you because I never go to the doctor, but I don't. I think I eventually I will need to go to the doctor. So I want to live in a world with no justice and no. What was the other part you said? Lawyers. No lawyers. Lawyers and no justice. Yeah, and and I'll you know I'll take my, I'll, I'll take justice into my own hands. So I'm going to go in that world. Deb Green. Mm, I go to Mexico. I get both. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, he said world, not a country. He said a world. Um, I mean, I, I never go to the doctor, but I feel like those people are better and there's some smarmy lawyers. So yeah, oh yeah, there's we'll no doubt about of, that. We'll get rid of the lawyers. All right. No no lawyers, no justice system. Chuck? Yeah, I'm armed to the teeth. Get rid of the lawyers right. and the justice system. I'll Fair be enough. fine. Long, oh, oh, I skipped Russ. Damn it. I'm sorry, Russ. I think I know your answer, yeah, Russ. No lawyers. Yeah. Even though you yeah. dated one. And he dated a doctor. Unbelievable, this guy's dating history. Longoria. <laughs> yeah, no lawyers. No lawyers. All right. Uh, next question, Sanjay. All right. Would you rather receive a $10 bill every time you compliment a stranger or a $100 bill every time you insult a stranger in the meanest way possible? It's funny you mention that. Chuck's going to be rich. Deb, Deb had a story today, Deb. I don't know if you have it pulled up. Where um, um, Small talk. Small talk with strangers leads to a happier life. Yeah. My dad must be the happiest guy in the world because he cannot not talk to strangers. Like, it's in, That's his, a gift. in his DNA. My mom's the same one. But sometimes, I mean, it's 2019. It's a little weird sometimes. Like, especially he talk, goes up to, a, like, a younger woman. And he's like, hey. And, like, and it's like, oh, all right. You know, but, yeah, yeah interesting. So what was the question, Sanjay? I'm sorry. Uh, would you rather? Uh, would you rather receive ten dollars? Ten bucks. Compliment. Ten bucks. All right, stop, stop. Ten um, bucks. 
Yeah, I don't have a problem lying. I'll just say, hey, you look nice today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ross, 10 bucks or 100 bucks to insult somebody? The hundred. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, you know, I get traffic rage all the time, so I'd, I'd oh, be rich. road rage. All right, excellent. Chuck? I'm, I'm doing the hundred and insulting people just for the mere fact that I'd only have to talk to one person. For ten times. Yeah, it, it, it's a ten for one shot. Right. So I'm, but these are strangers. You can't insult Erickson or Jay Black. That makes it strange. easier, though. Does it? Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you call I can insult 98% of this building. <laughs> I don't know half the people that work here. That's true. They're all strangers. That's true. Longoria. I'll take the $10. Yeah, I just want to be a nice, nice guy. guy. I make 10 bucks. Not Chuck. I do it for free anyway. I compliment strangers all the time. All right, next question, Sanjay. All right, would you rather eat one medium-sized ghost pepper or a whole onion? Can I put the ghost pepper in a tamale, or an enchilada, or a cascajone? No, naked. All right, I, mean, not I like onions. Is. I like a, they, uh, Can I saute the onion? No. It's raw. Like an apple. Yeah, I'm, like I'm still apple. eating the onion. My stomach would not be able to handle the ghost pepper. I can't eat onions. I am allergic, oh, really? so I have to go with the pepper. Interesting. Uh, Russ in Gainesville, what are you eating, buddy? I love peppers. All right. Pepper. You know a ghost. You know what a ghost pepper is, though, right? I don't exactly, all but right. I love all peppers. All right, he loves all peppers, <laughs> even Dr. Pepper. Uh, low T Chuck, ghost pepper or uh, whole onion? Like I cannot stand raw onion, so I, I got to go with the ghost pepper. All right, something's wrong with my headphones. Longoria. Ghost pepper. Really? Yeah. There was a, there was a wrestler onion. back in the 80s named, named Ivan Putsky. Ivan Putsky, the Polish hammer or something. And he'd go into the ring, and before every match, he'd eat a raw onion in the ring. Ugh. That was his, like a, like an apple. He'd just eat it like an apple. So gross. Uh, there you go. You learned something tonight on the Mark Aram Show. Sanjay is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting. Uh, Russ is the official gigolo of the Mark Aram Show. You can find him on the streets of Gainesville. Gentlemen, appreciate you as always. Have a good night. We'll come back. Uh, this is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. We got a, a, a long show tomorrow, Longoria. Take note of this. So we're going to do our regular show 6 to 7, and then from 7 to 9, we're going to do a special show uh, talking about the AJC Breakdown podcast, an amazing new podcast getting ready to drop about a big local trial. It'll, it'll be interesting tomorrow, trust me. Is this our buddy Marco in Lilburn? Do we still have his sounder in the system? Marco, what's up, buddy? How much? How you doing? Longoria's fighting, trying to we find your... Dust. There you go. One more time, Longoria. <laughs> we, we need more We had to dust it it's off. You haven't while. called in so long. How are you, brother? Good. How you been? Yeah, I know it's been a while. Yeah. We're worried about you. We thought you got caught up in the hurricane or something. I don't know. Yeah, I got in the California hurricane, yeah. Yeah. Everything good? How's your hot Asian wife? Uh, she's doing great, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, good. What, what can I do for you, buddy? Well, now I was just going to comment on the uh, couple of things on the, um, like you said, the uh, food, because uh, I've been, you know, when I drive everywhere, I, I see the, uh, like the Love's uh, truck stops, they have food there and they put them on discount after like 10 minutes. And then after so long, they have to give it, uh, they just have to throw it away. And I told the girl, I said, you know, they should just call uh, one of the shelters and have them come pick it up. And uh, they said, no, they'd rather throw it away. So. She says they make them throw it away, but she knows where it is, so she goes pick them out of the trash and she eats them. <laughs> what? I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that's uh, that's funny. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think about my uh, my breakfast at Quick Trip the other day? That was pretty impressive, right? It was good. Yeah, they're not. It's decent. Yeah, I mean, they're hot dogs. Yeah. No, so but as a truck I driver, I, you can can you be impressed with my selection there? We got the hot dog, the taquito, 
the chicken biscuit, so, yeah. and the donut for dessert. I was pretty impressed. And you know what the yeah, best man. part about Quick Trip was? The guy at the counter didn't what? even pass judgment. He was like, well, okay. Well, they should. He's like, you're buying the yeah. money like, for the profits. <laughs> keep on doing what you do, man. You keep on doing the things he sees yeah. that people buy. <laughs> yeah, he's seen Halo Wine go in there. <laughs> exactly. Marco, always a pleasure, my friend. Um, when we come back, I've got some other stuff. We'll take your calls. we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff to chat about. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show. This is Rob Reiner, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. He packed in the animals two by two, ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the dust, chip and ham, tell me about the master plan. Welcome back, 736. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Don't forget, once you get home, you can listen to the Mark Aram Show via Amazon Alexa, the WSB radio app, and Longoria, the stoic one, posts the uh, podcast every night at 8.02 p.m.? No, right at 8 o'clock. Hey, right at 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. right on uh, all the podcast apps or whatever. You can listen to the show whenever you want. Uh, we're going to go back to the calls in just a second. Uh, Deb Green found this story. Uh, things that make you less attractive to others. Things that make you less attractive to others. You ready, Chuck? Is there something that uh, you, before you were married to your hot neighbor wife, uh, is there something that that made women less attractive to you? Like something that stands out? Mm, nothing I can say on air. No, it's all physical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Longoria, what about you? Is there something that if in, when you were in your dating, most sorority chicks I do not like a sorority. Yeah, chick. just because they're the way they act, they're just real bubbly and just uh, just get on my nerves. <laughs> okay, so uh, I did not. like Deb, is there anything that uh, that if w- you didn't have a guitar, I didn't notice you? Okay, gotcha. What about spoons? I can play the spoons. Is that <laughs> it's still not a guitar. Still not a guitar. <laughs> For me, it was uh, table manners was number one. Like if, if a girl chewed with her mouth open or talked with her mouth mm. full, that goes back to the misophonia thing. If yeah. she chewed ice, I would walk out on the date right away. Like that, that would be you wouldn't thing. even explain it, like to give her a chance. To no, like, I'd be like, you chew ice. I don't want anything to do. Anyway, um, so Deb, the, Deb came up with a list. I don't know where you found this, by the way. It's pretty interesting. Um, what makes people less attractive? Uh, men who ate a lot of vegetables and fruits smell better to women than the ones that eat a lot of processed carbohydrates like pasta and bread. Men with heavy meat diets weren't found to be any more or less attractive uh, to men. Um, too much or too little facial hair. The amount of a beard found to be the most attractive was neither a full beard nor a completely clean-shaven look. It was somewhere in the heavy stubble area. I agree with that. Men, on the other hand, found fuller beards to be the most attractive. What? For women, you mean? Well, I, men can be attracted to other men. Okay, I got you. All right. <laughs> gotcha. Both when, when men and women, though, agree on clean shaving being the least attractive look. Wow, really? I, I mean, I, I like a little facial hair, so but like not the, like a ZZ Top beard. Like the George Michael stubble. Like the, what Chuck's trying to pull off over there. Are you trying? Are you, are you yeah. George Michael stubble? <laughs> that was good. Oh, you God. pulled off the George Michael. So that is more attractive than my clean shaven look and Longoria's full in, beard. In general, yeah. According to the study. Yeah. Interesting. Um... Being young, according to one study, older men are overwhelmingly preferred among older women, even especially in the case of high-earning women. I don't understand any of this, actually, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
<laughs> Maybe you should have read it before you said it. I did. There. I did, but I didn't way. process it. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Let's talk. Let's talk about the that's big two. That's two things today. That's yeah. Twice. Two things I've whiffed on. Um, let's talk on the big football game this Saturday. Georgia Notre Dame. You ready for this? Uh, sure. So, so I I got my tickets. I got face value tickets. Um, they're they're six hundred level though. Literally the last seat in the in the uh, stadium. Um, the tickets, however, are very very expensive. For a regular season non-conference game, Saturday night's Georgia-Notre Dame showdown in Athens is commanding, quote, extremely high prices on the secondary ticket market. Not only is it the most expensive game of the week and the 2019 season, it's also rivaling prices for the last two SEC championships in Atlanta. That's from Jesse Lawrence, founder of Ticket IQ. He said get-in prices for tickets for the for the game start as... On Monday, were three hundred eighty-four dollars. So the cheapest ticket for Georgia Notre Dame, three hundred. I mean, so that's where I'm sitting, my seat, three hundred eighty-four dollars. Um, that has now updated. Uh, that's ten percent less. They said than the get-in price for last season's SEC championship game of four hundred twenty-seven dollars. So it's almost as expensive as the SEC championship game. And someone that I'm uh, that I know in Athens says they're expecting ninety thousand people to come to Athens. That are not going to the game. Oh, it's no, just tailgating, right? They just want to. They just want to be there for the experience. So, especially if they win. This is this is crazy. This is going to be a crazy stuff. Uh, it's eight p.m. on Sun on Saturday. Saturday. Um, our coverage will start early on. We're going to do day. broadcast live from Athens. I think Blend is up there. Dave Baker's up there broadcasting live. And of course, you can hear the play by play here on your home of the dogs, ninety five point five WSB Atlanta's news and talk. Um, but that I bet that. I bet that price rises before kickoff. Oh, absolutely. Because ESPN Game Day is going to be there. You know, Longoria's got a crush on Lee Corso. I do. So all, he all doesn't. Yeah, I know. Um, I bet that I bet that get-in price gets up to five hundred dollars before Easily. before we go. All right. Sorry to make folks wait about my uh, stuff. Gina's up on the Mark Aram show. Hello, Gina. Thanks for hanging on, buddy. Gina. Gina is it pronounced Gina? <laughs> Everybody, clap are you there, Gina? Tina. G I N A. T. Oh, Tina. God bless you, Chuck. Sorry, <laughs> Tina. Close enough. <laughs> Tina is not pronounced Gina. Go ahead, Tina. What's going on? No, but that's kind of close. How are you, sir? <laughs> Excellent. What's how are you? I'm fine, thank you. I just wanted to um, let you know I do work for a grocery store. Can, can you speak into the phone? I'm, I'm having a tough time hearing you. Is that better? Oh, yes. Very good. I wonder why I got her name wrong. <laughs> That's true. I apologize, Chuck. Go ahead, Gina. <laughs> That's okay. I'll answer to that. I worked for a grocery store for about three years, and I had something I wanted to say about wasted food. Okay. The food is, that is thrown out is typically thrown out into... A dumpster. Um, A dumpster in the back. Yes. And... A lot of people, I live in a very small city, and the people in the city know where the food is thrown out. They will either uh, eat it themselves, or a lot of them, most of them, will feed it to their animals. Pigs, horses, goats, chickens, that type of thing. So a lot of the food, and I'm thinking maybe the more rural-type areas, Mm doesn't get as wasted as perhaps it does more in in the city areas because realistically there's really nothing wrong with it sure i know that's actually a big thing in uh in, in my hometown 
Uh, we had the A&P ShopRite and Price Shopper and the uh, the Rouette family. They owned a farm in my town, and they would they would take the old food that was thrown out and bring it and feed it to their pigs and stuff like that. Correct, sir. Yeah. And um, a, a lot of it is is very um, edible and fine for even human consumption. And I did hear an earlier caller speak about um, uh, maybe things going, you know, to the way of it being dangerous for human yes. consumption and mm-hmm. lawsuits and, and things of that nature. Yes. And and that's why a lot of grocery stores, even though food is is quite edible uh, for humans and even for animals, yeah. they don't... Well, like Jennifer Griffey's, um, our beloved news lady... Um, she she'll eat expired food all the time. Oh, yogurt she ate with yogurt one time. Remember? It was three months. Three months expired. Twenty year old gum. Remember if she it, ate the twenty year old gum. Tw- if it's even close to the expiration date, like say it expires tomorrow, I ba- I back off. I smell it first. I'll, I'll eat leftover calamari off someone's plate, but if <laughs> yeah, the, it expires so. tomorrow, I'm not going to have any of it. Uh, Derek joins us next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Derek. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Excellent. What's going on, buddy? Hey, so I have a little story. Uh, so I'm a, uh, I'm a night manager at a residential treatment center, and uh, it's also a uh, reentry place for people coming out of you know, jail or prisons or whatever. And we get donated food all the time. Uh, for Publix, they like, you know, they come in and they have, we get like um, countless donuts and pastries. Mm. And, you know, every, the whole public bakery just hooks us up like every Tuesday. But there's this Chinese food place that we go to. And um, you have to wait until everybody leaves. Yeah. And when, Is it a buffet? It's a buffet, yeah. Okay. And when we come in, it's like one of the worker guys, he, he, he looks just so angry. And he's cursing. I know he's cursing us out in Chinese. I just know. And I mean, like, he just... Why, like, why is he angry? He, well, he's gathering up. We're gathering the food. Like, the, the lady at the desk says, okay, go get the food. And then he's gathering the food, too. Oh, and he's like, he's going to take it home yeah. for himself. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I, You know and what? I'm, I might go to a Chinese buffet right now. I'm that hungry. Chuck's got a buffet story from back in his college days when when you were on the track team. This is pretty funny. Yeah, we because uh, the, the track team didn't have any money, so the only place they could afford to feed us was this place called King's Table. King's Table was a, a buffet was restaurant. A buffet. Yeah. just uh, Comparable to a Golden Corral? Yeah, or? just like okay. that. Exactly. And it, we had to get out of our track meets. There was like 40 of us, I think, on the track team. We'd get out. We would go. It's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and we had dinner once. Everything was fine. Next yeah. week, we had another track meet. We went back. <laughs> Manager came up and asked my uh, head coach. He's like, look, I love you guys and everything. You, get, you can't come here anymore. We we're like, why? He goes, because you destroyed everything. Like, we <laughs> ate everything. Yeah. And then the, when the evening crowd comes in, they're scrambling around trying to get more food out, and it just it threw them all off. And so they we, banned you from. Yeah, they, we what is it? Knight's Cabin. Table. What is it? King's Table. King's Table. Knight's Cabin. Same difference. That that reminds me of how much was it a person? I think it was like seven ninety nine. Oh, that's a great deal. Yeah. That reminds me of that stand. Remember that really chubby stand up comedian back in the eighties who told the joke about going to a Chinese buffet and they kicked him out. They're, they're like, oh, yeah. you remember that? I think it was John Panette was the comedian. He's like, you go home. <laughs> you eat too much. Uh, that's pretty. Uh, now I'm really hungry. <laughs> Deb, uh, hold on. Siri, find me a Chinese buffet near me. All right, let's see what she comes up with. Uh, Phil's in Lilburn. Phil. Oh, there we go. China buffet, 6.7 miles away. Sorry about that, Phil. I'm just uh, planning my dinner. What's going on, buddy? 
I don't do China buffet. All right. Don't, all. He says, don't do it. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> but I used to be a, a, a guy that organized a hotel um, meals for groups. Yeah. And, and every time we did these, they always overplanned how much meat they would need, how much food they would sure, need. Sure. It's better to have too much than too little. Oh, they always did. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we had food left over, and my employees would take a lot of it home. But I I would like to have found somebody in those days to give that food to. Sure, yeah. Were, as, uh, as long as it gets eaten. Like, I love the fact that Gooder, this company, is bringing it to needy folks. But if the employees take as long as it doesn't go to waste, that's... I mean, we, billions of pounds of food are wasted every year in the United States of America. That's, that's, I mean, that shouldn't be. There's people that are hungry, and if we have this food and we're throwing it away, there's got to be a way to, to bring those two sides together. And I think this startup is, is starting to do that, which I like a lot. Um, our buddy Russ joins us in Rome late in the show. What's going on, Russ? Hey, Mark. I got a uh, buffet story. Um, we went to a Chinese buffet, and we had sat there and eat. This was a while back. My son was five, and he had asked me what, something what and it was crab legs okay so we're sitting there and we're almost done he said can we try the crab legs i said yeah i'll go get some so i go up and get crab legs he said how do you eat them and i said well you just grab them and snap them and i snapped it and he projectile vomited everywhere just by (laughs) just by seeing the crab legs snap yeah Yeah, by snapping the crab legs oh my god (laughs) <laughs> everywhere. You traumatized him. Uh, did, you also, you could have told him, like my mom did, that you have to be 16 to eat crab and lobster. <laughs> like my mom lied to me. By the way, my mom's in, uh, she got she got one of these timeshares. I hope you're not listening, Mom. And not even oh, her, no. not even Herman Cain can get her out of this timeshare. We timeshare exit team. Like you hear something? Yeah. I don't know. She's been, I warned her like 10 years ago. They go every year. They're happy. I'm, I'm making a bigger story. But she sent me a picture. There's a restaurant there. And the thing in New England is, the twin lobster dinners. So you get two lobsters for like 30 bucks. And she sent me a picture. And I was like, she's just rubbing it in. Knowing, she is. <laughs> knowing that I couldn't eat that for the first 16 years of my life because she lied to me. She lied to me. All right, we got one segment to go uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aaron. By the way, I just tweeted out and put a picture on Instagram and Facebook of uh, listener Joel sent me this video. He was driving down 400 yesterday. I just turned that bed. You I'm turned the bed. I'm sorry. I got, I got important stuff to say here. He took a video driving down 400 in Dawson County of a pickup truck. And in the back of the pickup truck, Longoria, a black bear bigger than you. Yeah, it's an amazing wow. video. Yeah, check That's out the crazy. video on Twitter and Instagram. All right, let's one more bed. I'm sorry. I won't turn this one. Give me a second bed. This is a, this is a music bed, we call that, folks, in the business. A music bed. Uh, there we go. Uh, it's on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, and Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Check out the Black Bear in a Pickup Truck video. Uh, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Just about out of time. We got uh, Chick up next on the show. Real quick, Chick, what do you have? Hey, Mark. Love your show. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I, I own a restaurant up in Kennesaw, and I'll tell you, I, I hand trim all of my ribs at the smokehouse, Ooh. and I have had a heck of a time finding uh, any place that would take my uh, excess trimmings. I use I use the majority of it to make my homemade sausage, Yeah, but I still end up with a couple extra hundred pounds of beautiful meat, 
And I've called around Must Ministries, uh, you know, well, all kinds of different places. Chick, I've, I've got to run, but go to uh, Gooder, G-O-O-D-R dot C-O, and maybe they can help you out. Uh, either that or give it to Chuck. He likes yeah, to make or sausage. Or drop it off at a radio station. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, let's do Star of the Show, Longoria. Longoria. And Longoria. Or Angoria. Um, do we give it to the little guy for knowing what borscht was? All right, we'll give it to Little Guy. Little Guy star of the show. He knew what Borscht was. Big show tomorrow. We're going to play Millennial Match Game, and we're going to debut a, a special program at 7 p.m. previewing the murder trial of the DeKalb County police officer who shot veteran Anthony Hill back in 2015. Jury selection begins on Monday. WSB will have gavel-to-gavel gavel coverage. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Garam Show stay at the all-suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.